0: Hello and welcome to the OneTrust Talks Tech Podcast. This is episode number 26, recorded on January 2nd, 2024. My name is Roger Dean and I work on the product team here at OneTrust and I'm the host of this podcast. Today's episode is following on the heels of the last one is another release episode. This one is going to cover the 202401.1.0 release, which is starting to roll out uh, today, January 2nd or tomorrow, January 3rd. I know we just did another release episode, the last episode, but I had delayed that one. And then this one, because of the break uh, for the holidays, is falling right on after that. So we'll continue on in that vein. Just a quick reminder that this podcast reflects OneTrust's current expectations for product capabilities. Be advised that dates and features may be subject to change and should not be relied upon when making purchasing decisions. So in this release episode, I'm going to start off with all of the general availability features that are coming out in the 2024 Zero release. I'm also going to cover some of the features that are in public preview. I'm not going to go through all of them because it'll be, there's quite a long list that are currently in public preview, but I'll go through several of them. And then in next week's episode, I'll go through the rest of them. And then from then on, I'll only do new features that are being released as public preview. So let's start off with uh, the GA features. We're going to start with audit management. We have one new feature in audit management, it's called workflow stage rules. This enhancement allows users to configure stage rules to create tasks if all conditions are satisfied. Um, note, these rules cannot be added to the first stage in a workflow. Moving on to ESG program reporting and disclosures. So a big, big GA features here, the, uh, a couple of them. The attribute management for carbon management is being released as GA. And if you'll go back a few episodes in the podcast, listen to that episode so help joined me and we covered kind of all what was going to be in that carbon management feature in our esg program reporting and disclosures product but just a real quick summary this feature will enable you to configure which details are captured on your carbon management records we also have a new feature retrieve emission factors with ClimateIQ.io. iq.io uh, this will leverage the new seeded workflows for ClimateIQ.io and integrations to retrieve emission factors This workflow enables you to import emission factors from your ClimateIQ.io environment to record and track in the carbon management interface. Now moving on to our mobile and CTV OTT consent product. We have a new feature that's been added to most all platforms. It's the public method display vendor count. This will leverage the public method get vendor count to retrieve and display the number of vendors on the preference center for IAB purposes when leveraging an IBTCF 2.2 template. So this new feature is available on Android, iOS, Android TV, Apple TV, HTML5, Roku, and Xamarin. For specifically for Android, there are a couple other features. The Get Vendor Details for Flutter. This will let you leverage the method Get Vendor Vendor Details to retrieve general vendor details for specific vendor when implementing SDKs with Flutter. And also a new feature, proxy network calls. This will allow applications to proxy the network calls made from the OneTrust SDK. Uh, The following actions can be performed when leveraging a network call. Download OneTrust SDK data, download logos, download vendor lists, and log consent receipts. For iOS, uh, the same feature with the Get Vendor Details for Flutter, so you can leverage the Get Vendor Details um, call to retrieve vendor details for specific vendors when implementing SDKs with Flutter. For Android TV, we have another new feature, Setting Interface for Sample App. This will let you leverage the settings UI for the Android TV sample app to review and manage different end user configurations. This enhancement provides a more thorough debugging experience when configuring SDKs. That was it for all of the platforms for new features. In Privacy Rights Automation, we have a new feature search and filter to the workflow list. This feature will allow you to search and filter the workflow screen to locate specific workflows by name or display only the most relevant information respectively. The following columns and their associated values can now be applied as filters, status, organization, created by, last updated by, created date, last updated date, and source. Another new feature in Privacy Rights Automation is saved views in request list exports. This feature enables you to limit the export contents to the information contained in a saved view. In the Universal Consent and Preference Management, we have one new feature, validation of request continuation parameter. The request continuation parameter is now required and validated when calling extensive lists of receipts in the Receipts V2 API to paginate results. This allows you to efficiently manage large record data sets improving the API performance. Okay, now let's look at some of the public preview features. I'm gonna go in alphabetical order of the product and I'll probably get down through the Ds. Uh, So starting with AI governance, we have a public couple, well, one public preview feature, automation rules for entity objects. This enhancement can help automate select actions like launching assessments when records are created, updating workflow stages upon assessment approval, or flagging risks based on specific attributes or conditions. Rules can also be categorized into rule groups so they can be applied to objects associated with a desired organization level. In audit management, we have one feature in public preview. It's manage all tasks. This feature allows users to easily view and manage all audit, work paper, and finding tasks related to an organization in a central location. Users can also complete the following actions using the new menu. Filter and sort the task list to easily find tasks, export the task list to further analyze and report on the data outside of the OneTrust application, and receive email notifications when a new task has been assigned to you or requires action. In campaigns, there's one feature in public preview, HR data import automation. With this, you can ingest HR data in bulk into OneTrust to better implement ethics and compliance uh, customers at scale. It's achieved by importing a file containing your people data that can be mapped with OneTrust attributes to align your organization's identifiers with our system attributes. The second step is to configure an integration workflow which will retrieve the specific file from a target data source and populate OneTrust with the latest data for full automation. In cookie consent, there are a few new feature, or features in public preview, always an active consent state. This consent state enables you to notify your end users that a tracking technology is deployed, but not active. uh, Another new feature is the Enable Global Privacy Platform on TCF 2.2 templates. With this, you can enable the Global Privacy Platform setting on TCF 2.2 templates. This allows you to enable the IAB Tech Lab general privacy program and populate the IAB TCF EU section of the GPP string. The Utah Consent Privacy Act framework is also in public preview. You can leverage the new Utah Consent Privacy Act framework when configuring templates. This framework enables you to configure templates that align with the UCPA requirements. Another new feature in Public Preview is the new Cookie Consent Dashboard. With this, you can utilize highly customizable reporting and analytic capabilities using the new Cookie Consent Dashboard to analyze data captured across the module. These dashboards can be used to view information about overall consent rates, geographic tens, and de- devices leveraged by users for enhanced insights into your organization's consent strategy. Another feature in public preview is vendor identification, categorization, and consent. Vendor identification, categorization, and consent enables you to categorize any vendor sp- services on your website and provide detailed consent options to your visitors. This feature streamlines vendor disclosures and consent by detecting known services and linking them to tracking technologies, leveraging vendor service identification, categorization, and consent to perform the following actions. Identify known vendor services when scanning your website. Categorize the vendor services active on your website. Link tracking technologies to identified vendor services. Allow end users to configure consent for the vendor services on the preference center capture records of consent at the vendor service level, configure IAB templates to capture and disclose vendor service information, view source URLs for tag initiators on the initiators tab of the scan results. A Couple more more features in the public preview for this product, Uh, legitimate interest configuration for reject all on IAB templates. You can implement a reject all button on your preference center and cookie banner that prevents objection of legitimate interest. This enhancement improves compatibility with Google limited ads. And the last feature in public preview is server-side rendering. Server-side rendering is now available for cookie banner, HTML, and CSS. Okay, I think I'll stop there with the public preview features. If you're interested in seeing all of the public preview features for all the products, you can go to the release notes on my OneTrust. And just scroll down in the release notes until you see public preview. They're usually below the fixed section in each of the products. Uh, To activate public preview features, you can contact your your OneTrust customer success manager or put in a support ticket or talk to your account representatives, and they can get that feature enabled for you in your tenant or in your sandbox or UAT tenant. Just a reminder that I think I talked about this last podcast that the release notes have been changed on my OneTrust to reflect not only the date, but also the version of OneTrust that these release notes apply to. Previously, we just had the date of the release, which was confusing because when you went into the about uh, page on my OneTrust, you would see the version and not the date. So it was kind of hard to to match up what version you were running, what features were in the version you are running with actually what was published in release notes. So we've gone back and we've listened to your feedback. We've gone back and we've updated the release notes page where it will now show the date and the version. So you can quickly and easily find the new features or the release notes that apply to the version of OneTrust that you're currently running on. I hope that made sense like to thank everyone for listening. Hope everyone had a great and happy, safe holidays. Welcome to 2024. We've got lots of great stuff planned for this year, like public-facing roadmap. We're going to have the roadmap and public preview, private preview features in the product. So you'll be able to see what's out there. You'll be able to uh, later on in this uh, spring, you'll be able to turn those features on and off. Uh, yourself you won't have to contact support or, or your customer success manager and also all of the the release process is 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 moving forward that I've talked about a couple times in the podcast that is all happening we're making great progress on that and hopefully that you'll start to see all the benefits from that coming up. If you have any comments, feedback, requests, please email me at podcast at onetrust.com. Check in those emails. And if you've got you know anyone you'd like for me to try and get on the podcast or a topic you'd like for me to discuss, please email me and let me know that. I'll be happy to do that. As always, thanks again for listening. I hope you find this useful and we will talk to you next week.